What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and this is Trust in Jesus Ministries. We're in Genesis chapter 3, 24 through 26. We're at the end of chapter 3. We are on uh, the exile. They are getting kicked out of the garden. This is kind of the last part of the Adam and Eve saga. We get a little bit in the next chapter as they start having children. We can see all the progeny and stuff. But this is basically it, guys. So I hope you have enjoyed going through um, Adam and Eve, the creation and, and all of that and understanding kind of how it plays a part in our daily lives as we try and take these principles and live them out. Anyway, if you haven't checked out Genesis 3, 24 through 26, go ahead and stop the tape. See what it has to say. Come back and we'll answer the questions because that's how we do. Right. That's how we do. And then uh, uh, go ahead and, and uh, um, go ahead and come back. We'll check it out and we'll read these questions. But you, if you've already read it, you've already checked it out, then we're going to dive right on in. I think I said we're on 24 through 26, but uh, I think we're actually on 22. I don't know where I, where I started with 24 for. We're on 22 through 26. So I, do I have to repeat all that? Nah, you guys got it, man. You, you saw it. 22 through 26. Okay, what does the writer have to say? What is he saying to the audience in this context. Well, it says, and the Lord God said, behold, the man is like one of us, uh, knowing good from evil. And now if he takes stretches, if he stretches out his hand and takes from also the tree of life and eats, then he'll live forever. It says, and so uh, the Lord God, uh, snatched him out from the garden, uh, to work the land, which he had come from, which he had been taken from. And he cast him out, the man, and he set a uh, east of the garden, a cherubim with a flaming twirling sword to keep uh, the way from the garden, from the tree of life. So well, first off, man, that's pretty crazy. Cherubim, huh? That's like an angel, a fiery flaming angel. He's just uh, uh, consuming fire, just burning and burning, man. It's crazy. And you see pictures of that also throughout the scripture, um, I believe in Isaiah, and it has four heads and and wings, six wings, and it's it's pretty incredibly and crazy. So these cherubim are some 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 serious scary creatures, and they are keeping uh, the garden, defending it from humankind uh, because of the sin of Adam. We lost eternal life, and so I think that may be what Paul was talking about. It says because man dies, but we would have been able to partake of the tree. Um, because we never were ever banned from that tree. We were able to continue to eat and eat and eat and get life and sustenance from God eternally. But uh, because of our sin, death came to be. And the the result or the way in which that death came is that God cast them out of the garden. He cast them from the, the tree, which would provide life uh, through the power of God. He says, again, uh, if you haven't, if you didn't hear earlier, we talked about the us where God says, let us, where he talks to himself in uh, like a, a plural. And so if you haven't checked that out, go back to um, one of the episodes. I'm, I'm not sure which one it is right now, but I'll, I'll put it in, in the notes. But uh, on brief, it's just the idea that he's speaking to uh, the Holy Spirit and, and himself um, and uh, having conversation in that way. But uh yeah, it says that uh, the man, he got God's not trying to like re re take away or selfishly um, keep something that um, is like is selfish because he doesn't want them to live forever. It's 
because he is just and that what he says has to happen. I mean, he, he, he told them something and so he has to follow through with it. And so uh, that's, I think, is an important an idea that we have to receive from Scripture here. And so what is this saying about God? You know, what is this saying? First off, I forgot they cast them out. God cast them out, man. And it is not a um, a leisurely walk or path back, but it's a it's an actual casting out because of the actions that they did. What that what they thought was liberating them, um, making them like God, because God said that they're like Him now, having the knowledge of good and evil, and so it's like they have a a higher wisdom, a higher understanding, and they took it on their own. The thing is, is that when they took this to be more like God, they actually were more separate from God because now the eternal life, which they would have immortality as God has, they lost and um, became mortal and and die. And so the thing in which they wanted to gain when they took it of their own accord, rather than waiting for the, uh, the allowance of God, it, it, it made them, um, worse <laughs> the good that they thought they was going to receive instead was bad and it reminds me of the proverb that says there's a way that seems right to a man but in the end it's death well that's what happened anyway what does this say about god well he's trustworthy i mean that's the thing is he what he says he'll do he'll do it and that's in regards for a um if it is a punishment that's to occur or b if it's for a blessing that's to occur I think what's so um, crazy is uh, as I was reading this and then thinking about other scriptures and thinking about uh, the prophets and then even uh, now the kingdom of heaven and um, and hell, I just thought that it's a lot about scriptures about inheritance and exile. And Adam and Eve were to inherit the land if they were just lived um, and didn't, didn't uh, break the command, the one command that he did they would have lived. But instead of inheriting the Eden, the garden of, 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 of God, they um, were exiled into the world, into a place that is not, um, isn't what it was supposed to be, full of thorns and thistles where we toil and labor to, to do all the things that we do until we die. But God was trustworthy to keep his word in both ways. And for us, man, I wonder the question is, or should we, we should inherit, we should gain the inheritance of God through the blessing of Christ, or are we going to be exiled because we want to be like God and control our everything? Uh, we want to do all the things that we can do on our own without regards for anyone else. We want to be the kings of our lives. But also he's gracious. I think that God is a gracious God because, again, they... He could have caused them to die immediately after the sin, but he doesn't. He allows them to have children, allows them to go and live life. Though it's going to be a more difficult life, he allows them to live and enjoy what he's created still for them. What's to say about man is that life cannot be full apart from God. There is no life of fulfillment apart from God. That tree that was to allow them to live forever was also the the way in which we could commune with God forever. 
that we would walk with him in the garden, in the cool of the garden, like it talks about with Adam and Eve earlier. Apart from God, man, we can't have this full, just overflowing, abundant life. And also our actions have consequences, man. The things that we do have ramifications. We do get grace and we do have forgiveness, but that doesn't uh, neglect or disregard the punishment that we have to have. There are consequences to the actions that we take. How can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think that we should accept the inheritance that God provides through Jesus Christ. Man, it is grace and it is free. Let us take it. Let us trust that God is going to save us. Let us trust that we are going to come into a land where we can enjoy him forever. Accept the inheritance and don't be subject to the expulsion any longer. Allow God to work in you and to move in you. And we would follow him for the rest of our days. I appreciate you guys for listening. And I will see you on the next episode as we head to chapter four.